I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yay! We did it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're subtle urban sex appeal. Yes. How did we get that name? Let's I'll unpack pull up that. the tweet. Pull up the tweet real quick. I'm like, please don't follow my Twitter, child. I don't like. I don't want people to follow you on Twitter. I'm gonna delete everything. Okay, good. I'm gonna thank yeah. you, or I'll just make a new one. But I tweet, no, I think Twitter's on the way out. I think X or whatever it's called is like done. It's a it's a done it's deal. Done. It's it, so done. We're literally tweeting for each other at this point. That's real. Yeah. It's giving like community vibe. Like no, just like we're all in the bunker together waiting. Yes. Like, just like all right, the permafrost has settled. We have yeah. our rations are gone, and we're just talking to each other, like just waiting. That's literally it. Yeah. But I've been going like kind of crazy with the wordplay, and I said. I love being a genius Aquarian with a subtle urban sex appeal. It's just something about me, my aqua yes. bop. Yeah. And I saw that and I was just like, that is poetic. Like Poetry. subtle urban sex appeal. And it made me think of like Devin Aoki and Fast and the and Furious. Furious. It made me think of like, it literally made me think of Iman, the supermodel. It made me think of so many things. And I was like, yeah, that's what I aspire. Snaps. Yeah, Snaps. that's what I aspire. It's just literally so aspirational. And I'm like, yeah, that's the name of the podcast. Because if we picked anything else, because originally our title was going to be Goated. Goated. And that's a good-ass title. It is, but that's more like, I don't know, something about Goated podcast felt like like an NPR Yeah, okay, so the Goated thing. thing was like, like you know how people use Goated as like greatest of all time, mm-hmm. whatever. But like we were using it in this way. I'm using it because the way I use it was like a sh- was shorthand for scapegoated. Mm-hmm. Um Shout out to Rene Girard's mimetic rivalry and desire. I got really obsessed into his, like, obsessed with like his work during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's where Goaded came from. We were thinking about like people who are the greatest of all time, people who are fucking geniuses, Fab. who've been scapegoated. Me and you, exactly. Me. Well, should we say our names? Let's say our names. Who are you? I'm Safi, aka Princess. Fab. Princess Baby Girl. Okay. Yep. Music dropping soon. Music dropping soon, exactly. Fabiana and I'm Malik Saka. I'm just me. One of the reasons why, and like among many reasons why I love you, is the fact that you're like the perfect vessel Uh-oh. for truth, like hard fucking truth that people don't want to hear because you're literally fucking West African, Fab. half West African, half African American. Fab. So African. You're African mm-hmm. and like specifically Ghanaian, yes. right? And like you, I feel like you can say, you can get away with saying a lot. You're my mouthpiece actually for a lot of shit that I can't say. But I feel like we'll get into it. I'm sure we'll just like yeah. people, we, I want to hear what people have to say about my takes. Cause I'm like, I don't think I'm that, I don't think I'm that like, 
controversial or like that spicy. I don't think you are either. Like, I feel like you always take this like shocking, circuitous kind of route to what you're saying. Mm. But then like when you get past the delivery, you're at the same place. It's facts. It's just facts. Exactly. There might be a little bit more like, you know, excitement. Yes. But that's the performance aspect. You got to have fun. But I'm like, it's like the sky is blue. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so subtle urban sex appeal. Mm -hmm. We're sexy. Down. Exactly. All right. (laughs) Listen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I'm Somali, which is like irrelevant. The only reason I wanted to mention what you are is because you get to say everything. I don't get to say everything hanging out My with you more is a little different it's very different yeah. especially because you're more in the like writer space and i'm not in that space anymore okay i left in that it space. oh she i mean i'm she in divested. it but i'm i'm negotiating it like i'm renegotiating i'm, I'm renegotiating it. my deal okay yeah i feel like i don't have a deal i'm independent <laughs> and that's like that's real though because i'm just like you have a more I don't want to say you have more at stake, but I just feel like... I don't have anything at stake. I feel like... I'm uncancelable. Do you remember, like, I texted you the other day and I was just like, I'm going to start claiming Afro-Arab because I feel like I'm not, like, cancelable enough. You know what I mean? I remember that text message, but I was just like, how is that going to be more... It is. How, how though? I I don't think I understood how that was more spicy. Oh, I think it's, like, more spicy because... Um... Like you're going to say I'm Air- you're Eritrean or something? No, Afro-Arab, just because like, I think like, I don't want to get into it too much, but I feel See, like. Get into it. The Middle East, 9-11. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, I was like, yeah, like that'll make me, I think, a little spicier. Okay. Whereas like the way that I am, I'm just like, I don't know. It's like, Okay. I still don't understand. Okay, Middle East, nine eleven, but I feel like some like don't they have Somali pirates and stuff? That's spicy. Yeah, that's spicy. And like Obama drone, drone attacked us a lot of times. Yeah. But you know what I'm really saying? Hmm. I think I can say anything. I, I can get so away too. with anything. I and sometimes, so like, I think that's scary because I don't want. I don't. I don't like that. I don't have that cancelability factor. Like a white guy can't get away with saying everything. You can't get away with saying everything. I know you think you can. I th- I I think I can only yeah. because I think the whole like getting away with it implies yeah. some sort of like malfeasance. Like yeah, you're yeah, trying yeah. you're trying to do something negative, yeah. but it's just like I believe everything I say. I believe everything I co-sign and I stand on it. And I feel like if you're willing to same in whatever you get into, like your own politics, geopolitics, relationships, whatever, what have you, if you stand on it. Yeah. It's not getting away with it. That's just your perspective and worldview. And that's where the internet gets kind of like spooky because there are a lot of bad actors and especially they give everybody a podcast. They gave us a podcast. You feel <laughs> so I'm just like if anybody yeah. can put a, a yeah. microphone up to their face and push something that they don't necessarily believe in, yeah. that's where it's like you're getting away with something. Yeah, I guess that is the wrong way to phrase it not wrong just the way that we're conditioned to phrase it yeah i i don't know i just feel like i feel like i could say say any slur Uh oh but i wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't but i feel like i could that's how i feel and i don't think you feel that way i do i love slurs 
Okay. I don't use. I used a slur the other day. I used the word crackhead, which is not actually a slur, slur, but like it's not cool. And my sister told me don't ever say that again. And also, my friend Lorenzo said um, that it was violent and supercharged language. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about some crackheads. So. Let's get into this Kiki Palmer story because okay. I do feel like drugs were involved. I do. <laughs> Wait, on her end or on his end? Not on her end, on yeah, his on, on his, his end. end. Anytime there's any sort of like domestic violence yeah. situation, I'm like, there's drugs at play. Yeah. Wait, all the time? I think so. When I think about like police beating their wives and like, you know, moms abusing their kids and people like addicted to I just think there's Percocet. emotional dysregulation at play. Then, I mean, there might be some drugs at play there's maybe drugs too i feel like anyone that can get so incensed and rageful against their partner is on copious amounts of narcotics yeah it always gives like in this instance for background kiki palmer got into it with her husband over the usher thing because she was dressed real sexy at the usher concert which why not yeah and nobody's fucking usher because of the harp situation so i'm just like there's no there's no danger there you're a wife you're a mother you're yeah. not fucking usher you just want it to be like you're kiki palmer and he settled all those lawsuits right he paid him out i but love the way he did it too i think he never spoke on it but he never denied it but then it's just that's like, not lying yes it is it's a lie of omission <laughs> and he's a deplorable human being <laughs> fuck usher but I'm just, i love usher okay first of all I think my entire sexuality is built on Usher. That's crazy. Usher. Usher. Usher, baby. Usher. Yeah. What is a Peace up. A-town down. Yeah, exactly. I don't like Usher, and I just feel like, uh, I feel like a lot of the people, just a little sidebar, a lot of that generation of men, Usher, Nelly. um, I like Nelly, I love Nelly. Who's the other guy? I want to go as Nelly. You know what I wanted to do for Halloween originally, and me and Lila theorized this entire costume? Uh Sorry, this is such an aside. I wanted to go as Nelly if he were one of the Olsen twins. Nelly Olsen. That's a lot, sis. <laughs> okay. That's a lot. Okay. <laughs> Nelly Olsen. Yes, Nelly Olsen. Band Band Aid. What were you gonna wear? Really like baggy, like like bag woman kind of clothing okay. with like a band-aid. <laughs> I would like to see Nelly in the row. I think that would be really progressive. I would like to be wealthy enough to wear the row because that's my legacy cuz I sorry, I forgot to tell you. I feel very like spiritually connected, connected to, to them. And I feel that way about Lindsay Lohan. Okay. And Minaj. Okay. We'll get into that. Okay. But Usher Nelly, Busta Rhymes. Um, Why did you are, throw Busta Rhymes in there? I'm, you know he's a good actor, very randomly. I've, I'm going to get to it. Okay. R. Kelly, all of that generation of like R&B. I was talking to another friend about it, and I was just like, there's something very like covertly homosexual about these people. Even Shannon Sharp, when, all these like- Usher is a homosexual. Exactly. And that's where I feel like the deception comes in, mm-hmm. and it's freaky. Because, and, then, and that's why I don't trust him. And I'm like, you would just be out here- busting people down like raw passing on her but you don't give a fuck and then just paying them off but i'm like that's your covert homosexual lifestyle is like a core part of your personality and that's why you're dishonest okay i feel like if more of these guys were just more open and honest about their sexuality that we all see you know and there's rumors diddy love diddy 
but I'm just I don't like, love Diddy. I love Diddy. Who says that? I me. I love I'm just <laughs> like You're like love demons. I love what Diddy. I love Diddy's I love Diddy's artistry and I think he's a super producer, but I'm just like as a person I don't even think of him as a super producer. Diddy can produce his ass off. Okay. He's a star maker, but he just steals everything. Yeah. But all of that that ilk, I'm just like, y'all are all super DL and promoting a culture that like is built upon dishonesty, which is why that dishonesty feeds into all these other aspects of your life. Yeah. I believe that. How do we get on to the Usher thing? Well, the Kiki. Let's go back to Kiki. Kiki. So Kiki goes to this Usher Raymond concert. Okay. Dressed sexy. It goes viral. Obviously, everyone's celebrating her. She had a big moment. She dropped her record. She announced that she has this um, production company. Everyone's like, go Kiki. But then her husband gets online on live which is like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're a house husband. Like, know your role. Gets what does he do? I know nothing. he's the brother of the guy from Insecure, Serranus. I think that's. I, I mean, if that's what your job title is, you're the brother of the guy on Insecure. <laughs> which is a crazy <laughs> job title because, like, and a baby daddy, and it's just like for you to be. I, go ahead. I see all these tweets, and I hate like the way that like Twitter kind of lashes on to a narrative, and then like you consume it and start to believe it but like i see all these tweets that are just like kiki palmer loves a light-skinned guy that's just like screaming yeah and literally um yeah that guy is just so mid so deeply mid like it i she's a virgo and i'm just like it gives fixer upper project no shade to the virgos in the room okay but i'm just like i can see her taking him on and being like all right that i'll work for this relationship but then for him to, for to to build something, to build a family, to build a lifestyle, and okay. she might they were probably aligned in religion or what you know, their outlook, the way they want to raise a family, beautiful. But the fact that this guy will get online and it's like, you know your wife is like a public figure and a lot of a lot of what a lot of the stakes at play for like a black woman, young woman that's a, a founder in Hollywood, all this kind of stuff that you know we can get into. Beloved is built around her respectability. So for yeah. you as her partner to like put that in jeopardy in public, everyone was like, "Pause, like deal with this <laughs> behind the scenes." Yeah. Then we see behind the scenes with the camera footage just two days ago, and you're beating her behind the scenes in her house that she paid for in front of her baby. Yeah. When you have her mama go right. online right. and speak on this. I've never seen her mother speak on anything. I, haven't, I didn't know that happened. What happened? Oh, she made like a whole video and she said like, this man has been abusing my daughter. Yeah. That's crazy. But I'm like, we're not going for it. And everyone's like, lock him up. He, he posted a, a clip. He was like, I'm going to see my son soon. Something really cryptic and like passport yeah, broly he... <laughs> and the last slide of it was homelander like killing people with his laser eyes that was the last slide yes he was like where is my son and it was homelander like it was so spooky that's very spooky lock him up yeah, yeah he needs to get locked up lock um, his ass up i think that's like a what like a frantic bid for sympathy online um because there are women actually who are like i don't know i need to hear both science I think that's always going to happen for people that are like desperate for marriage and attention. Yeah. Because they're like, I would let him beat me. And it's like, then let him beat you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm, I'm just like, and I'm not, it's not even to like laugh at that, but I'm like, if that's the relationship that you would stand up for, yeah, then take it. But not everybody has to take that. No. Some people love their abusive partners. I get it. I think Kiki did. Because I remember Obviously. her being like, 
um do you remember they posted like something together and they were like she was like my best friend when they got back together yeah when they got back together or they reconciled in some way it was just kind of like now seeing that footage i'm mm. like oh that's sad it's a sad situation but she's better she'll be fine yeah she'll be good praise she's god she's kiki she's kiki she's the only person i've seen that like i've never seen like a legitimate publication make a tweet being like we're putting our hands over you and oh, like the essence prayer thing? circle that's beautiful that's really interesting it's just giving like actual community and support yeah if it so is if something crazy happened to me i would be like crying if like essence was like we're gonna pray for malik i'd be like oh my god Hi. thank you essence like just weeping that's what it should be she didn't do anything wrong but what about the separation of church and state and what <laughs> you know in what regard? Um, <laughs> this is a media company, and they're like praying for her, like in a long post too. I think, I like mean, the tweet was not like whatever the like standard. Is essence the state? <laughs> God forbid. I'm just like, whoa. Essence is the state now. Essence is the state. <laughs> Yo, I think that's okay. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think that's okay. What do you think about BET? Oh, um... I bought a BET subscription yesterday. I can't hold you. Oh, okay. Yeah. A BET subscription? BET Plus. Okay. I'm a bird. Okay. And, like, secretly... What, what's on BET? Terrible programming. <laughs> you know what I wanted to watch on BET recently, but I didn't get around to it? What? Um, The college campus reality show with Ray J. I can't do reality TV. It makes me very... I love it's reality too meta TV. for me. I'm just like, what is actually going on? And then I start to feel nervous. Okay. In my home, I can't do it. I can't do. You start to feel nervous in your home. Yeah, because I'm just like, what am I like? Kardashians, uh, love and hip hop, all that kind of stuff. Basketball wives. Yeah. It. I'm just like, how much of this is real? How much is scripted? And then when it goes from being on television to like IRL beef, but then they're like friends again at the reunions, and then. Eating, yeah. I'm just like, what is actually going on? Yeah. It's too enmeshed and it feels really like matrixy. Yeah. I can understand. Can't um, do Real Housewives, all that stuff. It scares me. Okay. Mm. I love the Real Housewives. We know. And I feel like that is probably one of the only things standing between us. Like, like, like for me, like, I think we're like, so connected except as it relates to the real housewives can't do it i love the real housewives um i wouldn't say i love all reality television the reason i was intrigued by that bet program in particular is because i love ray j i love ray j as well ray j's funny ray j's really talented too very talented i think and he was the first blood in music <laughs> sorry was he the first blood in music? i think so i think before chris brown before <laughs> <laughs> I think Vince Staples said this in an interview. He's like literally the first like gang affiliated like person, Brandy's little brother, yeah, in music. Why is he? He's doing too much. He well, that's the thing. That's the appeal of Ray J. He does too much. Being a blood is a appealing <laughs> to me, but I'm just but I'm just like, what's actually going I on? I personally, I'm like his dating life, like dating little Kim. Did you wait? Pause. Did you see and Whitney Houston and Whitney? And we'll get into that. Okay, but. And a quick aside, like little Kim recently saying that her book is outselling the Bible. Did you see that? 
what book exactly she was on live like and i i take that shit serious like my book they they told me it's outselling the bible what book? Like, i've never seen her i'm not even fucking playing like what is lying. her book she, what book does she have exactly i'm just like little kim britney spears book might be outselling the bible yeah. but like kimberly kimberly denise jones you have to stop yeah she needs to stop you have to stop but like ray j affiliated with her kim kardashian and all that stuff popped up i'm like ray j's been pretty into raycon who raycon his company i don't know anything about that <laughs> i think he makes glasses he makes headphones god forbid yeah does it sell yes it sells he he's a multimillionaire, of course, self-made of course. outside of like outside of brandy brandy and yeah. stuff like i that. think that's what brandy's an aquarius i feel like the reason she fucks with ray j so much is because he doesn't rest on her yeah so she's he's not resting proud. on she's her very proud of him yeah. And he's super supportive. Yeah. The Whitney Houston thing that always bothered me is that there's like footage of him leaving the hotel of the Grammy evening and they were like, he was there. There's a lot of stuff. I don't want to get into that. This Illuminati. Episode. Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. Sabotage. Yes. Rest in peace, Whitney. We love you, girl. Right. Shout out to Whitney. MK Ultra. Vibes. Yeah. They got her. Yeah. I agree. They'll never get me. They might. I don't think they're going to get you, Malik. Thank you, sis. No, I'll vacate so. to, like, Cuba or something. Um, no, mm. Somalia. Come on. Mm. We got you. My, you know my mom got, like, three compounds. I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't be, I can tell you right now, I will not I will not be in Somalia. Come on now. No, Why thank not? you. Uh, no, thanks. Okay. You can come to... I won't even be in Ghana. Well, that's easy. You're not from, like, a war-torn place like I, I can go to ghana ghana's like isn't ghana like experiencing this revival yeah yeah it's the new atlanta wait is that where they be having the afrochella it's like something where's afrochella i'm i'm unsure but i feel like when people go home for like dutty december yeah they, yeah 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 it's like a vibe that mm. right we need to do december i won't be doing that why not why not? I just don't think that I would enjoy being around West Africans for an extended time period. That's how I feel about East Africans. Amen. Yeah. And you know, it just is what it is. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to Nigeria. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to South Africa. Okay. I will go to where, what part of Africa do I fuck with? I will go to Gambia. Okay. I will go to Gambia to the beach. I could do Kumasi and Ghana for like a week. I just don't see myself in like the continent of Africa right now. Yeah. And I don't see myself. I've had two chances to go with my family. They've been back like 2017 mm -hmm. and I believe 2021. Mm -hmm. Both times I didn't go. How important is it for you to be like connected to your Africanness? I feel like it's pretty important. Um, but both times that I had the opportunity to go with my family, I didn't go because I felt like the Wi-Fi situation exactly. would be crazy. And I couldn't risk not being like connected being online and being in the world. You know, when you're isolated in Minnesota, you don't want to go to like Africa and be isolated too. You That's know? a crazy isolation. Yeah. I think that my sister my sister got malaria <laughs> when she went the first time she went there she got really sick and 
I'm so self-absorbed that when she wasn't picking up any of my calls, I was like, she's mad at me. Yeah. The whole time she had malaria. Damn. Yeah. I feel like that's like a Western approach to Africa. Yeah. Like they're mad at us yeah. when they're dying of malaria. Yes. Like that's real I'm shit. I'm so happy she's still alive. When yeah. I went to Ghana in 2001, and I've told this, have I told you this story about how I touched like the mm -hmm. cursed cloth and everything? What is that? Okay, so I went to Ghana in 2001 with my mom, my dad, my little sister, and my newly born little brother. Okay. My little brother Noah got malaria instantly. He was in the hospital. Your little brother's the same, roughly the same age as my little brother. Yeah, like 24-ish. So like, mm -hmm. we're over there. My dad goes north to see his family, mm -hmm. like his dad with all my brother, um, my uncles. The night he left, we get a phone call at like two in the morning. These people call us like the house phone. That's why we think it's an inside job. Cause you know in Ghana, like you have your doorman, then you have like the house boy, house girl, they cook and drive you around, whatever. Yeah. So like we get this call and they're just like, Oh, we're armed robbers and we're coming to get you. You have yeah. like thirty minutes. How do you think they got your number? Who I feel like who knows? You know what I mean? My mom is my mom is very extra. And so she's like, Black American woman, first time in Africa, like my dad's gone somewhere. Oh my god! Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Freaking out. I've yeah. always been very like measured. So I was just like, "Girl, like, what's going?" On? I'm looking for our passports. Like, just trying to figure shit out. We ended up going to the next door people's, like the next compound. Yeah. This all this like military personnel and everything come because my mom gets all to my dad and like they take us to Kumasi. After that, my dad comes back obviously from the north, chilling and vibing. Um. And then he goes with my mother to visit my auntie Mamuna, rest in peace to her in the hospital. While they're there, this random auntie gives my mom a cloth. And then that cloth, obviously, you know, my, we get back, to, get back to the United States. My dad sees the cloth and he's like, where'd you get this from? Mm. And my mom was like, oh, auntie so-and-so gave it. And my dad freaks out because he's like, no, there's like juju on this cloth. Like this was, you know, this isn't a good thing. So they have to consult traditional priests, and then the Catholic priest that my Aunt Etta, who lives in Cleveland, Ohio, was with, and they like had to, basically the way the ritual worked is you had to give it to a relative that's like an honorable person. My Aunt Etta is fab. She's like 93 now. She's so sickening. And gave it to her. So that's the end of like that start, that part, except like shortly after that, my parents get divorced or whatever. This is like 2002, 2003. And I attribute that to the cloth because like hindsight 2020. 2013 i go and visit my aunt etta in cleveland and i'm looking for a razor to shave my face before i come back home to florida where my dad and my stepmom are i am digging through stuff like in her attic like closet because she has like a bunch of like you know soap towels everything in a chest of like chest of drawers and chest so i'm digging through things and i touch this cloth and i just throw it over my shoulders like oh fab it's touching my face and everything is on me. I find the pack of razors that are sealed. You know what I mean? Like this isn't anything that can be contaminated. Shave my face. As soon as I get back home, my face expands like out to here. No lie. Like I want to say two, three inches out full of pus. Every morning I'm going to the bathroom and squeezing pus, like pus and blood enough to fill like these little shot glasses out of my face. One round of antibiotics. It goes away. Four days later, it comes back even harder. Now, like the entirety of my, both of my cheeks are fucked up. New Year's Eve, 2013, because Azealia just dropped the album, and I always remember this. She dropped BBD as a sink. Broke with this. Broke with expensive, expensive taste. taste. BDE was a good song. Yes. Yeah, so she. Is it, uh, BBD, bad, bad bitches, bitches do, do it. it. Yes. Yeah. BBD, BBD dropped. Bad bitches. Bad bitches do it. Bitches. 
do BBD it. Michael Bivens. BBD, oh my yep. bad. Just do it. It. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like dying, but I'm like, thank you, Azealia, for this, like, for this bounty from heaven, because I really wanted to listen to this. He finds me a bed. You know, praise God, my dad's a surgeon. So he was just like, there was Your no- Your dad's a surgeon? Yeah. Okay. Um. So he had- I that... feel like you omitted that from the record. Really? Yes. I feel like that's the only reason I went to school. So when we, we've talked about being like middle-class African kids, yeah. but- my middle class is my mother's a social worker. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's fine. an insurance agent. That's fine. Your middle class is your father's a fucking surgeon? But he's evil. Okay. So let's... That, that offsets it a bit. It offsets yeah. it. I was like, I didn't... Because of the financial trauma. Exactly. Yeah. We talked about the financial abuse. Yeah. Because like going to college, we can get into that. But like, the only reason I was ever in, into like pre-med and all that kind of stuff was yeah. because of... To have, a, to, to have like, a relationship with yeah. him. Yeah. But like before all of that, this is before I even went to school in Miami. Malik, I'm seeing you in a new light. Thank if you, I'm babe. being honest, a, fa- a fab light. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, it's sad. I'm valid. I'm. It's really like pathetic, but I I feel like I am more compatible with more middle class sensibilities. I understand that. Yeah. I think that I I work really hard to code as like Black American. I know. I saw yeah. a, a TikTok of yours where you were like. Um, you know, you were just like actually identifying as like Black American, African American, and I was just like, wait, that's not the whole truth. Yeah, I would never <laughs> give like all my tea to those people. Though, yeah, because okay, then okay. they latch onto. Oh my god, you're like us. Like, I don't, yeah, mm. no, I don't like that. You, I don't like they, that either. But it's give. really hard when like I'm the same thing on both sides. Yeah. So it's like they're gonna. It's not you hard know. for me. I'm like, I don't like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love your um your bio on every platform. I don't fuck with y'all. I don't fuck with y'all. Yeah, you don't okay. know me. Yeah. You know, and like anyway, by the grace of God, because we live in this town called Sebring, Florida. Okay. So like, there were no hospital beds to accommodate something yeah. that's like turning into a systemic infection. Like I'm fucked up. Like oh, fevers. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. So yeah. he, my dad has to take me all the way from Sebring to Tampa, which is like hour and a half drive. Drops me off at the hospital, goes back home on New Year's Eve. I'm in the hospital in an IV. And I'm just thinking back, like, and I'm like, I'm fucked up. Like, my it's a, it's a really bad infection. Mm-hmm. I'm like in and out of consciousness in the IV and everything. I'm doing IV antibiotics. And then it clicks. I was like, oh, I touched that fucking, like, juju cloth. Yep. And it hexed me again. I was on antibiotics for two months, IV antibiotics. I had to do a surgery and put a pick line in my arm. And I had to go home and take these bags like that were in a cooler of like liquid antibiotics. And this is right before school started too. So yeah. it was like the perfect school time. School in college? Yes, this okay. is like right before I was going back to school. And I had to do every, uh, I wanna say it was either once a week or twice a week, put a bag up like, you know, suspension, gravity suspension in the air and put it into my pick line, my arm would go numb. Wow. But it like resolved everything. And that was okay. like my story. I don't know how we got on this subject, but like that was, that's my, um. Yeah. that's what I would like, I don't know, I'm not fucking with Ghana like that. I'm like, you bitches got me. Okay. You know, <sighs> crazy, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, I'm a skeptic. Of, so of? Of Juju and like. It's real babes. Okay. People no, accuse- but I'm also like I'm the kind of person who like holds mm. space for it being true. I mean, it will hold I'm not, space for I it don't, being true. I'm not like the kind of person who necessarily thinks everything is false and like unless it's scientifically empirically proven. Uh-huh. But I'm still skeptical. 
But I believe you because it's coming out of your mouth. I'm like, this has to be fucking real. But I'm just like, the, the people have accused me so many times of being a juju magic practice. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Yeah. You're literally like, you're you were like an emerging scientist because you were doing like bio, pre-med. undergrad, pre med, etc. Yeah. But you believe in this stuff, so it's real. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like. And it, it's also science. It's just science in a way that's way more organic. Okay. When people are able to- Organic like, chemistry? It's not orgo. It's like deeper okay. than that. In okay. the same way that like, you know, Native Americans would be able to do plant medicine and things, or indigenous populations across the world are able to do plant medicine, right? When they're taking their peyote and everything and are able to see like the molecules and know, oh, I got to go into this part of the Amazon to get this plant medicine yeah. that's going to cure our smallpox. I'm like, that's science- yeah. But it's like elevated because you're not yeah. so focused on like, again, like you just mentioned the empirical data. It's more like authentic to me. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft is real. I am learning. Have you ever just pulled something down from So Somalis heaven? believe in it. Um, So like, sihir, mm-hmm. our word for like witchcraft is sihir. Sihir. And it's very taboo. Uh-oh. And if people do sihir, they're evil. It's like obia. Huh? Like Obia, like in Jamaica, was like, oh, that's an Obia woman. Like, maybe I don't know what that is, okay. but like, it's like very taboo. Like root, root work. Yep. It's okay. we don't fuck with you. You're evil. Uh-oh. What are you doing? And like, but every time people talk about it, I'm just like, uh, like, okay, how do they have the same amount of power as God? They're channeling God. Okay. My whole concept of God is like, God is in everything. And this is my whole theory. And I came to this realization on Clubhouse because I was having like really bad. That's where we met y'all, by the way. On Clubhouse. Shout out to Clubhouse. Shout out. Shout out to Lila. Shout out to Lila. I met Malik through Lila, this beautiful trans girl who's a producer. She's sickening. Very talented Mm -hmm. out of ATL, Georgia. I didn't know she was from ATL. Well, Columbus, Georgia. Okay. Outskirts. Outskirts. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I think, and I came to this realization in 2020 because I was like, "What is God like? Why am I going through it? I'm fab. Why do mm-hmm. Why do I keep enduring these setbacks?" And I had this like realization, and I talked about it at length on Clubhouse, where I think every single person. Wait, can I interrupt you? Of course. Malik was the most dynamic, charismatic person on Clubhouse, and Clubhouse was really interesting because I felt like so many people were on there to sort of network, and at the time the having a blue verified check mark meant something so a lot of people were up my ass even though i on I'm, twitter a check mark on twitter or instagram right and i'm nobody and people were up my ass and so but i i had like done the inner work to not be as career thirsty mm. so i saw people on there and it like didn't matter like what they did or who they are or whatever and so i was more intrigued by people that were just naturally very interesting who are friends of my friends and my friend Lila who is an extremely young woman is Lila like Lila's not even 23 yet early 20s yeah very early 20s trans girl musician beautiful musician Mm -hmm. literally like the next fucking like Sophie Sophie. vibes exactly yup next Sophie shout out to Sophie rest Rest in peace peace. Um, and literally like uh, yeah, so I was like paying attention to my friends and their friends. And then, um, yeah, Malik would just like make these insane rooms. 
like <laughs> with titles like I believe conversion therapy is okay. Please. And please. You couldn't help but like click cuz you're like that's clickbait. So you click on but that. But it wasn't clickbait. <laughs> no, you weren't I know you weren't clickbaiting, but literally like that would make me click. I'm like I want to find out why it's okay. Right. I want to find out. And I'd click on it and then you're just like these deviants. These deviants. Sodomites. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, is Malik like... Is Anti. Malik, yeah, is Malik the enemy. self-hating? The enemy. Yeah. And like, but then I found out that it's so much more nuanced than it's that. It's deeper than it's rap. Deep, it's deep. It's, it's very deep. deeper. It's like, it's this thing. It's sort of the way that I think of like my ethnic group, for instance. Like mm -hmm. I have a lot of criticisms. Yes. Of my nationality, my like my ethnicity. And you want to find solutions. But I love them. Yes. And I wouldn't want to be anything else. Amen. But, and that but is pretty big, right? Or it's just a thing. Yeah. It's your, you're trying to find solutions. Exactly. Like I was trying to find solutions to my crisis of faith. Yeah. Going back to what we were just talking about, I was just like, all of us are fragments. This is the only way that being alive makes sense to me. All of us are fragments of like one being. Yeah. And so it's just like you are an infinitesimally like small piece of God. And the only way that God can contextualize itself is by having the Safi experience, the Malik experience, the Ben experience, the Ioni experience. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And that's why, and I feel like that's like someone's experience is to be a miscarriage, just like someone's experience is to be Kim Kardashian. Like that's literally God understanding itself through a human experience, through a through a tree, through technological yeah. equipment, through AI. And I'm like, Wait, that's go ahead. Can I say something? Of course. I feel like the reason why you have a lot of criticisms of the LGBT community oh, is probably because of your own experiences and what you've seen. Whereas like me, I'm not really in it. I don't know. And it's like, oh my God, my friends are so cool, I right? Mean, we can get into it. But I think, mm -hmm. I do think that like, I think there's something to be said of when you are from a group mm. and And you hate the group. Kind of. Yeah. And then the people in the group Suck. don't allow you to, like they don't give you the space to hate them a little. It's like, it's not like I hate you specifically. I hate this thing. Yeah. The okay. machine. The machine. And I wouldn't even classify it as hate. It's just like disappointment. Abject, hey, abject disappointment. Because you're told so many things like it's going to be great, coming out, Join blah, us. blah, blah, blah. Join us. Yes. It's it's that way with my people too. And it's like, I I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I'm a little disillusioned. It's, I'm a little disillusioned. Word. You guys aren't perfect. And you flawage like and you I, are. Wait, wait. Uh, this gets back to identity politics. Let's go. I'm going to come out right say now. Say it. I'm going to say it. Say it. I feel like I'm nothing. Oh. I don't feel black. I I really, the truest things I feel, I don't mm. feel black. And I don't feel like a woman most of the time. I feel like a Wake girl. Wake it up. I feel like a girl. Wake it up. Yeah. Okay. We're getting somewhere. Okay. And I feel like a consumer. My first relationship to the world was through consumption. Amen. Literally. And you're conditioned to be that. To literally buy, like, uh, literally every toy that was in an advert. Mm. I was like, gotta get that. And my parents really indulged me. Mm -hmm. And that's the other reason why I don't relate to my people. Because I'm so fucking spoiled. Mm. 
in in relation to them. And we talked about this, right? Yes. You were talking about how like we're both like middle class Africans, but um, I, don't, I don't claim that. You yes. don't claim it as much because your parents were financially abusive. Yes. Well, my parents are like the opposite of financially abusive, mm-hmm. and my parents are like financially like really kind. <laughs> And like sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't really relate to anybody who is like me because I literally have only experienced this nothing but the best. Like I literally just everything's why so you, perfect. Why is it important for you to identify with like struggle just because other people identify with That's that? That's the thing. That's but the, the thing. You know what it is? I'm I'm angry sometimes because I think like people project on me. Fuck them. Somali people literally, a lot of some young Somali girls will literally be like thinking we're the same but it's like oh you don't even you know the half of this. it we're not the same like we don't have the same experience in any capacity i think that desire for similarity and kinship when it's devoid of understanding that someone can be completely different from you and you are still relating because it's just like of i hate the word a vibe but it literally is like a vibe yeah. is what makes identity politics just like an elevated form of like tribalism yes tribalism Tribalism. there you go all of our issues date back to fucking these weird like tribes and stuff yeah and that i don't understand and they bring that tribalism to here at at a certain point it's epigenetic it's like genetically encoded in you to behave like that i think it's encoded in me because i feel this like Mm. so you know a lot of people don't i've noticed in like uh more sort of like professional spaces Mm -hmm. people are not really into loyalty there's way too much social risk baked into it Mm -hmm. i'm extremely into loyalty same i'm like i'm like literally like i think i'm in a gang but i don't know what the gang is it's literally like me and malik yeah and i i have this vicious loyalty that i have to actually rein in yes it's like you think you it's like i'm playing by the rules but what is the game yeah exactly and then when the when the betrayals happen, yes, based on class, race, more yes. specifically, it's just like, oh, I thought I was down, yeah, but clearly I misunderstood something here. Go, I think that those feelings of otherness, it's not on you, yeah. And I I do try to like, I think my whole ministry and something that I am actually passionate about is like telling people like, if I'm black. Yeah. And going to be a black American. I'm doing air quotes right now. Air if, quotes. If I'm going to be that, then my experience, even if it doesn't relate to any other bitch here, is still a valid black experience. Yeah. Just like your experience is. But the whole like monolith of whatever the gays, the HRC people, like, you know. What is HRC? Human, human rights, rights campaign. Human rights campaign, child. I can't with them. Okay, like, I, I know I can't with them either. They're so fucking fake. Yes. But I, I was going to say also, like, no, this is actually another topic for another time, but mm-hmm. like. Next episode. Next episode. Per... I, I feel like sometimes, I don't know, I'm not in the black community in the same way that I That's should valid. be. I've literally been told I'm not allowed to say the N-word. I mean. Am I allowed? You can't ask me. I can say anything. I, that's the other thing. Now we're getting somewhere. Uncastable. She's waking up. Yes. She's waking up. I feel like, yes. yes. Like, that is so irrelevant. Yeah. Not irrelevant in a sense to you. Like, if it's, yeah. if that's something that you care about and that's your experience. No, it's weird because I didn't grow up saying the N-word. I grew up not swearing. I didn't even listen either, to rap music. Me either. But now, exactly. in order to code as Black, to engage with, yeah. like, people that I feel like I share similar interests to, like, rap music, pop culture, ah, yeah. ah, ah, it's just, like, it, 
it's weird when it gets that heady because it's not like that for I everybody. I never even say it, but it's the fact that people have put like things on me where it's like you can't say it that makes me kind of like okay, wait, I should be able to say Who's it. Who's gonna be able to t- like? Then, then it's getting into the politics. I can't get into. Yeah, that. I feel like that's what I'm actually against is this whole policing and codes and strictures to someone that is literally dealing with the same things that you are. Yeah. So if we are both going to have the same experience from the outside and we're yeah. put into a group as a as a people, mm-hmm. but you're telling me I'm not part of your group because of X, Y, Z, even though I endure the same struggle or have the same experiences, have the same wins, the same successes that are contextualized yeah. the same, who the fuck are you? Yeah. That's my resentment. You see me dog the blacks every day on tw- yeah, TikTok and Twitter yeah. and everything. I'm just yeah. like, who the fuck are y'all? Yeah. They hate me. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Yeah. They don't hate me yet, but I feel like from being affiliated with you, they might. Start I don't think me. they're gonna. They're gonna like you. Thanks. Because I like you. They don't uh, really hate me. They don't. And actually, your <laughs> your fucking like uh, viewership is it's the coolest all, fucking viewership. Yes. And for some reason, every time I leave a comment, they're following me. Amen. Because I see them. I see you engaging with they're like KJ so, and everybody. Yes. yes. They fuck with me. The girls respect me. But, and I think that's the thing is like respect is so much more important than being liked. People comment on me all the time. They're like, oh, I don't like, you know, like I can't stand your mouth, but you're right about this. And I'm like, yeah, I am right. Wait, who can't stand your mouth? All of them. That's really weird. They want me to shut the fuck up. I'm not shutting up. No, don't shut up. I'll never shut up. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think a lot of people have shut up. I'm the type to shut up. You are. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, Safi, talk. Like, yeah. it's okay. I think that that whole shutting up is like not talking about your experience mm-hmm. is literally like if we're going to take it there, people died for you to be able to just live your life as mm-hmm. it is. That's so real. When people are like, oh, someone died for you to vote. I'm like, please stop Don't talking to me. Don't get me started me. on that topic. Right, right. But people I- dying for me is... It's just like I think about that all the time. Like, well, we're gonna die for people. You think we're gonna not die? In, not in a not get not get murdered, but okay. our lives when they come to an end, as they all do. Yeah, someone's gonna pick up from. Where I don't we like left the sound off. of that though. I like that. Okay. I like that, and I'm. Okay. I feel very privileged to know that. Like, there's gonna See, be another is, Malik. That is what makes you, I think, more African than me, because Africans are really at peace with the idea of death. And I'm not. I think that's what makes me more like North American, Western. Mm. I'm not at peace with the idea of death. Like my life just got started. I'm not gonna die I like anytime soon. Me either. But I'm just like, when I go, it's gonna be real fab. The girls are gonna be like, oh my god, that was the realest yeah. bitch in America. No, exactly. They're gonna be like, oh my god, we lost the real. And I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna no. be back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna light candles for me and stuff. I know it. I think like. What was I going to say? Did you... You're Somali, but do you know Kwame Nkrumah? We were, I know the name Kwame. It's like a day of the week. Yeah. And it's a popular name. Kwame Nkrumah is the person that got us our independence. Ghana is the first independent country in West Africa. I'm very hey, proud to be... I'm okay. very proud to be Ghanaian. I know all the like facts of like our colonialism situation mm-hmm. i don't know ghana's colonialism Ghana's british situation. colony y'all are italian right we're british italian and technically french too because of djibouti because djibouti was part of somalia at some point yeah we were colonized by everybody that's terrible mm-hmm. ran through very ran through con- mm. colonially yeah 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 fab 
I'm just like, shout out, shout out to friends. My family, especially, um, you remember that meme from like a few months back that was like, um, I can't date a guy unless he's the leader of his friend group. Period. That was my great grandpa. He was wearing like suits in the 1800s back Amen. when everybody was still wearing like traditional garb because he was, Uh-oh. he was real, real close, Uh-oh. real chummy with the colonialists. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh oh. And and that's what that's another thing I need to really communicate on this episode before okay. we end. Okay. Every single person Uh-oh. in my background is like super privileged. Uh oh. Like, yeah. Ops. Also, but also did you say ops? ops. The ops. The no, I, he sounds like an op, but actually he he was low key, lowest of keys, he was an op. But all of my like family are also the people who liberated Somalia against okay. the British. Key. So it's like it's complicated. Yeah. It's complex. Yeah. <laughs> it's very complicated. Like the Avril Lavigne song. It's very I the re- so complicated. Yeah. Shout out to Avril. Yes. I think um no yeah. shout out to Avril Lavigne. No, literally Avril changed my life. Sixth grade. Not me. Okay. But I'm older than you. So Avril Lavigne, Michelle Branch, Vanessa Carlton came out Love with the, albums the same two. fucking year or around the same time. Yeah. The Holy Trinity. Mm-mm changed my life i literally would be the most basic fucking bitch if those three artists didn't come out with music it changed my literally changed the trajectory of my taste and everything yeah i know you're from a different generation and Um, like you don't know that but i know avril i know no i know you know it but you don't you don't hold it you don't revere it it's not in the same there's no reverence there's a reverence for like Thousand miles and yeah. Okay. Natalie and Bruglia, like all of them, all of them girls are fat. Natalie and Bruglia, th- like She's I fab. love her, but that was that's not the same. Don't put them in the same conversation. Oh, I, I uh, for me, Brittany. Oh, I love Brittany. Gaga. Yes, Minaj. but Gaga is really like two thousand nine. But that's for me. still like, I'm and just she like, was formative, but in like as an adult, tw- like when I was yes, okay, her twenty ten vibes. Yeah, I'm okay. So from that generation. For me, it would be Britney. You know, you fuck with Nivea. I like Nivea. Nivea was very formative. I think my can is. A That's bit... why you're a producer. Like people yeah. like Amory, Nivea, like those okay, type right, of like right, right, like the, the obscure secondary gay stuff. characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they weren't obscure, but they were secondary characters. They were main characters in their own way. Okay. I feel like for the gays, those are main characters. Mm -hmm. And that's why that loyalty is there. Because I'm like, oh no, something is activating in me. But if I'm being real- Can I say something? Go, of course. I would have been your best friend in middle school. I don't think so. Okay. Not in a shady way. Okay. I don't think so. Explain. I think in middle school, we got to, we got, we're going to cut it after this. Okay. (laughs) And no, for me, it was a solidarity thing because I was like very like- Pro gay rights, like middle school. I was school. not out in middle school. Okay, and I think that the middle school. But tried, I would have clocked you, and then I would have been like, have, "I'm your friend," and I would have hated you for that because I feel like people tried to like be allies, and I'm like, okay. "I'm not gay." Okay, vibes, okay, okay, vibes. Oh, my top three from that era: Ying Yang Twins, Khalees, Pharrell. I love Khalees. Love her down. Okay, that's like who formed me. Like shake it like a salt shake. It. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. Episode one. This was kind of random, but we subtle ate it. urban sex appeal. Subtle urban sex appeal. We ate, babe. We ate it up. Yeah! Woo!
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.